Hello everyone, how are you this beautiful day, this beautiful day that the Lord has made? I'm Karen Jane Casey on the podcast, Turn to God with Karen. Every Monday, our topics are regarding struggles or challenges that we're facing, and we offer encouragement. We have a journey of hope and faith for healing, and we glean of what the Lord has in store for us. We know that we can always turn to Him about anything. Today's episode is, What Happens With Your Wounds? What happens with your wounds? Very few people in this world have gone through life without having wounds of some kind, physical or emotional. If physical, it might have been a problem that you've had since birth, or from injury, or or from a disease, or from abuse. If emotional, then these wounds may last longer, actually, than the physical abuse of uh, physical wounds, and it could be carried on with anger, depression, low self-esteem, lack of confidence, sorrow, and inability to trust others. What if I told you that whatever your wounds has been, you had a choice. You have a choice right now, and how you're going to allow those wounds to go with you going forward. You may believe that I have no idea what I'm speaking about, but I do have a good idea. Let me share you a little bit about my story of pain, and I'll follow it up with a testimony of joy. I came from a life of abuse, child abuse, domestic violence, and then abuse by toxic people. There were many times during my life where I was rejected and mistreated. I also had loss of loved ones. I lost my parents, my youngest brother, uh, a husband in the past, and last year I lost my son. Mostly as, as a result of abuse, I have suffered physically. Head trauma, leaving me with constant tendonitis, that's ringing of the ears, injured hands that brought me long-term carpo tunnel, although I'm fine now, joints having arthritis, and I had to have nasal surgery because of many small broken bones in my nose from abuse. My breathing capacity was 100% blocked in one nostril and 80% blocked in the other, but now I'm fine. I had to undergo major back surgery with a neurosurgeon and an orthosurgeon both working on me for hours, and I have full titanium, but I have no pain. What I'm saying to you is, while we're going through the wounds and while they're fresh, it may seem like it's permanent and forever, but it isn't. It's only temporary, just as earth is temporary. Our time on earth is temporary. Guess what? The Lord rescued me over and over again, and I never deserved it. In fact, I was still living a sinful life, and my life was messy during most of it but he still loved me and reached down with mercy. While I was a child, my mother would hysterically beat me in the head routinely with her fist or with a brush. And yet, I'm alive. And not only that, but I went to college and I graduated with honors. That is a miracle. Two people in my life who should have loved me tried to, well, one of them didn't care if they killed me, and the other one did try to kill me with a knee to the neck. And it was only through the grace of God that I survived it to tell it now. How did my hands get injured? One time 
While my abuser had decided to throw me down a flight of stairs, I braced myself on the frame of a doorway, and he slammed that door on my hands repeatedly, screaming for me to let go. Only after he had gone through his hysteria was I able to get free. But I had carpal tunnel for many years. I'm fine now. Thank you, Lord. Sometimes our, our rescue is not immediate. Sometimes we have a temporary period to go through, but we can have patient faith knowing that God does come through for us and He will bring healing. So I can say that the Lord healed me even though I never deserved it. And I can say, look at the Lord. If He did this for me, He can do it for you. He rescued me over and over again while I still was messy in a sinful life. Well, you know, none of us are perfect we can turn to him for his mercy. Is it any wonder that I am filled with faith and gratitude because I have had one miracle after another to bring me to this point to be able to tell it? Have you ever listened to someone who would tell you about their life of hard knocks and as you listen, their story could get longer and longer about this happened to me, that happened to me, and ultimately, this is why I have a pitiful life now. It's really sad, but at the same time, you know, there is something wrong that they have not picked themselves up and thrived. Did they feel sorry for themselves? Yes, that was a pitiful story. And that reminds me of another disabled man that was spoken about in the Bible. And it was a man, disabled man who laid near the Bethesda pool. The Bethesda pool, you may not know, but an angel would come periodically and and stir the water up and a miracle would happen to anyone who was there. So this man laid near the pool for 38 years, not reaching the goal, not getting into the pool. And then Jesus came by and saw him and he said, and he asked him, you know, what's going on here? And the man said that he had laid there for 38 years and no one helped him into the pool. Well, did Jesus feel sorry for him and sit down there and cry with him and pat him on the shoulder and, and jump into his pitiful story? No, he did not do that. Did Jesus, out of concern for him and need for him to get help, did he drag this man into the pool himself? No, he didn't. What he really said was, do you want to get well? And then he told him, get up and take your mat with you. Get up. In other words, he had to demonstrate faith that God was working with him. And he had to take action. He had to do his part. And his part was not to lay there whining, complaining, and feeling sorry for himself. Many of our wounds, we carry along life with us. The gravity of them are so, are so debilitating. We continue to carry them along with us, probably as a pattern, as a habit. We have the capacity to change that pitiful story to a glorious testimony. It's like, I gave you a pitiful story, but then I said, look at God. Look what God did for me, and He can do it for you. And you know, if we look at it, if we really look at it, God has rescued each and every one of us time and time again already. You might say, oh, it was just a coincidence, or... You know, oh, that was because of this person or this happening. 
No, all good things stem from the Lord, our Creator. We need to give Him credit. We need to give Him credit for what He does for us. All good things come from the Lord. We need to give Him the credit due to Him and be filled with gratitude and praise because when we praise the Lord with gratitude, amazing things can happen. Jesus suffered while He was on earth. He was wounded in many ways. Physically, He suffered for many hours before and during the crucifixion. And He did that for us so that He could pay for our sins and so we'd have opportunity to uh, life forever with Him. Emotionally, he was betrayed by many. He was betrayed. For one minute, people were shouting, Hosanna, Hosanna, praising him. And the next minute, they were saying, crucify him. He was betrayed. And although he was innocent of the charges, he suffered. He was willing to suffer for our sakes. And he defeated death. So that is how we have opportunity for eternity. We only need to repent, to believe, and accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior. By His wounds we are saved. All we need to do is to turn to God with, with repentance, belief, and acceptance. Similarly, by His grace we can carry a testimony of how our wounds were healed through Him. I was once lost in this or that situation, but God rescued me. As we share, we are blessed and we are healed. Our wounds are healed more and more as we share testimony of the Lord. Remember this, speaking of Jesus, by His stripes we are healed. When we are Christ-like in our attitude with and share hope for the hurting, then we can bring healing to other people, other people's wounds, even in the same way where we were wounded. So, for instance, I'm a domestic violence victim advocate And because the Lord has delivered me from my wounds, then I can speak to them authentically, people who are also suffering in domestic violence. And guess what? It makes a difference. Similarly, those who have suffered from alcoholism and the Lord delivered them, they can mentor with people who are suffering from that addiction now, and they can overcome their addiction. So it's a big cycle of we bless others and we're blessed. They bless others and there's blessings. So ask yourself this, what happens with my wounds? Will I go through life with a pitiful party, a pitiful story, pitiful party of a story? Or will I have a testimony of gratitude and faith? And will I be able to share this for healing for others? Look what the Lord has done for me and he can do it for you. Well, before I close today, I want to say this message. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ the love of God the Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Thank you. Well, thank you for joining me today in this episode of Turn to God with Karen. This is Karen Jane Casey, author, speaker, podcaster, domestic violence, victim advocate, and ambassador for Christ. Stay tuned for Turn to God with Karen every Monday morning at 6 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. You can download anytime. And Wednesday's episode is Sword of the Spirit, where we pick a few scriptures and study them together. Friday, we have Karen's Book Corner, where I talk about books I've read, uh, books I've written, and maybe the background, maybe a read a little part. 
I invite you to share your comments, your suggestions, any feedback is always welcome. You can send it to me at my website contact page. It's KarenJaneCasey.com. When you go to my website, you'll also see books, blogs, and podcasts that I've done. Also, uh, reference material regarding domestic violence. Well, thank you and God bless.